It's our last episode of the year. Last episode of the year. I think last year we went back and read all the show titles and like did a little like, can you remember oh, what that happened? <laughs> but um, maybe that was at the beginning. Of the, who knows? Uh, but I think we've got a lot to talk about, like a normal episode today. So maybe we should just like jump into some of those topics. And then, yes. you know, yes. if we need a big, do a big annual thing, we can surprise everybody with it next year. I don't know that it's necessary. So. <laughs> I don't know if I need yes. to think about 2020 for any minutes yeah, that's, longer than that's actually a good take, Owen. <laughs> we can come up with something else as well. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's do a regular show today. That makes more sense. Okay, we got Facebook. We got Google. Great. Oh, wow. That's the entire year. Right we got there, Facebook. Anyway. We got Google. We've got Google outages. We've got the solar winds hack. Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk. When you posted that in the channel, I was like, did you? Really <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, where you like type in the wrong window. Oh, how embarrassing Oops. would that be if I just like typed in my search results into our group chat? No, right. uh, oops. I'm just like always terrified that I'm typing my password at a chat because you know when you're like waiting for your computer to wake up and you're just like ramming in the password. I do that all the time. I have sent my password to somebody on Slack before. Data change uh, password. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. And then um, what was the other thing? Solar ones hack. Pin- we talked about Pinterest before the story broke last episode <laughs> we were just it just came up in conversation i think and then all of a sudden it was like a lawsuit and a settlement and all this stuff wow yeah we planned for that don't don't pretend otherwise solar wait solar <laughs> wait, winds hack oh jesus there was one more ah it'll come to us or we we don't have time honestly there's so many things to just talk yeah. about with facebook and google yeah. Well, and maybe, oh, maybe we talk about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, let's start with that. Okay. Please. Um, shall we begin? Yes. Oh, we shall. Hey, you're listening to Charge Tech Podcast, episode one hundred and fifty eight. The last episode of 2020. Fuck you, 2020. <laughs> the podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Grosser, and with me. Frederica <laughs> <laughs> Multi! There she is again. Oh, and you know what? <laughs> this is recorded every time because it's always something weird. I can't edit that yeah, it's out. okay. I can't edit that out either because the laughing, it'll no, just be, it won't beautiful. make sense. So, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's what the it dead is. space. It's fine. This is what the people are getting them today, eh? End yep. of the year. End of the year. <laughs> Believe it or not. So I, I hate that every year around this time of year, everyone's like, ha ha, it's next year now. <laughs> like every you're like, oh, it's twenty twenty one. I do it too. I'm like, it's so basic every year. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like next year, that's gonna be my year, right? Oh, Fuck no. If I keep I'm saying the, it every year, then at some point not, it will be true. I have no resolutions. 
Honestly, I don't really ever do resolutions. If I want to change something about my life, I'm not going to wait until yep. like an arbitrary date in the year to do it. I'd agree with that. <laughs> that is fair. It's funny. I just had this conversation with somebody at the office yesterday about resolutions. and I'm not a big resolution person because, because of what Freddie said. Of just like, I want to change when, when the time comes for me to make changes. That's the right time. Yep. But I did, I did come up with a little hack of picking a resolution that is something that is easy to ch- to say that you did, even hmm. like that you have to like change your success metric, right? Because if it's a lot of people are like, I'm gonna get fit, and like then <laughs> by the end of January, it's not going as well as they hoped, and it demotivates them, and then they stop, right? Like that's classic. Um, yeah. So for me, like my 2021 is to learn Dutch, but like learn Dutch is very, there's a variable there of like, mm-hmm. you know, if I have a couple conversations in Dutch by the end of next year, that's a win, you know, mm-hmm. succeeded. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So coming up with like a resolution that's a little bit um, easier to define success, I think will be is anyway, we don't have to talk about resolutions. We've got so much shit to talk about. <laughs> sorry i just i was like well are you I'm okay I mean... oh. oh i just okay. woke up so this is the the just woke up podcast so one of the three most anticipated games of the year is cyberpunk 2077 Wait, what are the other two well i just i feel like earlier this year we talked about so many games especially like i don't uh, remember animal crossing, <laughs> animal crossing. crossing oh yeah and... that wait that was this year yeah, yeah. It feels like last year, honestly. It's that's absurd. I just because I'm not a gamer of the group, I just know we talk about some of the bigger ones. So I just remember yeah. that there were other there large titles. Else. Halo, this maybe. Year. I don't know. But you know, Cyberpunk 2077 was one of the big ones, obviously, and the launch did not go as well <laughs> as they had hoped. And oh, now, as of what this morning? Yeah. Yesterday. Uh, yeah, I it's think... being taken off the PlayStation Store. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> like I think we talked about it briefly last week, right? It's really buggy. <laughs> I wonder what um, the reason is that they pulled it oh, out. I, it would be the return rate, a hundred percent return rate. Yeah, like it will be. They saw pe- like twenty percent of people returning it, and they're like, not, not worth it. <laughs> like you well, know, so yeah. the explainer I read this morning is that is. It's because of their return policy. Yeah. Like the return policy is you can only return a game if it's defective. And defective yeah. games mm. aren't allowed to be on their store. Yeah. And so by uh, CD Projekt Red told Sony, like, hey, if people want a refund, let's, like, we'll do it. We'll pay them back because, like, obviously we want our customers to be happy. And so that's, that's how it works. It's like if you're going to allow refunds, you have to define it as defective. And this is all because that's Sony's policy currently. They they might change it just to get this game back in the store. But but they, I would argue yeah. they're also pretty angry. <laughs> like the message they put <laughs> out was very much like we don't let shit on our store. <laughs> um, and I think the big reason is that if you have a PS5, you're having a decent time. I think this is the same with the Xbox Series X. Like it's actually pretty good. I've struggled to understand the complaints, but then you look at the videos of PS4 and you're like. Oh man, I would be so mad if I paid for that. And I think that's the thing is it looks like they just didn't test it 
on those older consoles and that's what most people have right now most people are buying like the like the game for ps4 because they know they'll be able to play it on a ps5 most people can't get one it's really hard to get one <laughs> like it's games are expensive now like i don't know how much it costs yeah. in other places but it's like 80 no it was 90 canadian dollars <laughs> like it's it's well, expensive exactly it's, well, i really like the game i think the bugs are funny <laughs> there is there is a lot of things that are a little bit strange about this game though um mm-hmm. i don't know i can tell it's made by men mm-hmm. <laughs> just like everything on this planet i guess so <laughs> you know it, it feels a little it feels a little bit um stupid to bring up the wow it's definitely made by like a white male uh, because like we know this by now and not everything has to be feminist or good or whatever the hell there there is space in this world for shit that you know in my eyes shouldn't exist but that doesn't mean it shouldn't exist but there is some really strange things in this game though to be honest like so one of the things is there's like a very very uh detailed character builder which in a way is super fucking cool but then um when it comes to like gender options like they can, um it is pretty cool in a way as well because there 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 are options for people that are maybe you know non-conforming to gender or whatever hell but then they wrote like storylines for what dick you choose or whatever <laughs> apparently if you choose like a circumcised dick in the game because you can choose the way your dick looks right. um there's no options for uh Vulvas, by the way, it's just one option, and oh, it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, nothing. Yeah. But um, if you choose to have a circumcised dick for some reason, you're kind of like made fun of in the game. What? Like, what is that about? Oh man, this yeah. Is... So apparently, you're not able to like have romantic um, storylines in the game if if you chose that. And I, I think those things are just like. To me, they feel like body shamey a little right. bit. Like, what? They didn't have to be like that. Like, mm-hmm. really? It's interesting. Um, Freddie, have you played the game? No, I have not played the game, and I won't. I I don't want to s- put money towards this at all. <laughs> <laughs> the the reason I ask is, um, I've I've also read a little bit about some of the problematic things with genital picking, and how, and I wanted to ask you if. This is true because I haven't seen it myself. So this is kind of third hand, mm-hmm. um, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I read that that the game doesn't really have a good understanding of the difference between gender and sexuality. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that if you pick a sex organ, then it assumes this, the, the gender expression yeah and there's you can't decouple the two right right and so I, yeah i don't really get that well like, there's it's, also it's, many strange things about like they went to the effort of building such a feature but then like don't like they don't make any sort of assertions <laughs> or any of any kind like the there was like this yeah. discussion about how like it was supposed to be this game that's like a metaphor about the future blah 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 <laughs> and then like you could choose your deck but it's like completely inconsequential. <laughs> like it's it's truly bizarre. And I mean that 
uh, let's not forget that they had the the dick clip <laughs> uh bug where if you no matter what pants you wore your dick would hang out <laughs> it was tr- <laughs> truly truly insane that this could even happen like the game is just l- like littered with bugs in my opinion like a lot of the bugs like that are funnier and like aren't really like there's yeah. a lot of bugs in the game that are just like funny and in my opinion i like bugs in games sometimes because it's kind of like oh haha yeah. like i'm in this weird world but then yeah the ones that are unacceptable are things like the i mean the storyline one and then like uh if you can't you can barely play on one a console that they've sold it to you that's ridiculous but like for me it's not so much about if the game is buggy or not i couldn't care less it's more about that i feel that the people who wrote this game didn't do enough research to what they were doing. Right. Like if you're gonna do something that involves gender and sexuality, then I feel like that should be at Not least correct. Scene. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because what's gonna happen now is like, oh hey, I have a chick with a dick. Like I mean it will only like make that those conversations kind of like right. more confusing and harder because they're not correct. Yeah. It's kind of like um, when uh, uh, I think last year uh, a game came out uh, in the Call of Duty um, Spectrum, whatever the fuck, oh, and man. they kind of rewrote some history for it to sound better hmm. uh, for like from like an American uh, standpoint. And I mean <laughs> that brought up God. some like interesting ethical questions as well because um, yeah, like people were saying, yeah, it's a video game, so they can do whatever. It's fiction, right? Hmm. But then yeah, it's not fiction though if it's like very close to the truth or like well right. i mean it's hard to see if it as fiction if it's close to the truth but like makes america or whoever it was that they were making look better look better like i mean it's yeah it's it's, it's those kind of things that that i think um are very wrong in like cases like this game but also in some previous games that happened yeah it's it's really bizarre and you know, like, I don't know if anybody remembers, <laughs> I'm sure some people listening will remember this, but when No Man's Sky came out, it was a weirdly similar launch in terms of, like, the same thing happened with Cyberpunk where they hyped it for, like, five years and then nobody played it before it yeah. came out. And it was <laughs> very much the same here. Like, there's a great Wired article about how, like, um, CD Projekt Red, like, tricked the game reviewing industry. So they, like, do stuff like, sort of letting them play but only via a stream from their own computer <laughs> like uh or like they didn't um they only gave out next gen console releases actually i think it was that they could only play on pc even and so it's just this like they rigged it and it completely backfired because the truly unprecedented and- thing here is that sony removed them like i don't think that's ever right. happened to such a big title because what you just described did also happen with this game. There is people mm-hmm. that gave this game an, a 10 or a 9 oh, out yeah. of 10, you know? Yeah, and I can see why you might and, um, if you're, like, experiencing it on the best console or whatever and you're, like, just trying to review it as a uh, point in time. But, like, that's yeah. not a fair assessment of the reality. It is hard, though. I can also understand how it's hard to release um, a game that is ideally played on the console that you know no one's gonna have yet (laughs) yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean the the playstation 5 launch has had its issues but they're sold out like 
people are buying and it works on that it's the the fact that they didn't try on the consoles that they could get (laughs) it's like nobody it seems like nobody at the company ran it on a like ps4 once like you know it's yeah it's bananas i I don't know and then on top of on top of all of this i think the last thing that i don't really like about this game is like all the stories i've seen about how the people that work there are treated yeah right i mean the gaming industry is awful I know, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really sound like something I wanted to yeah, so that, you know, that super was support. The three things together are like um, no for me. The thing that really struck me that really sucked about like the fact that Sony removed this is now everybody who works there basically just got punished with another crunch at Christmas time to right. fix yeah. it by January or whatever. Like, I'm not saying that it was the wrong thing to do, but it fucking sucks. Like, yeah. this is yeah, 100% exactly. why the gaming industry, A shouldn't talk about things till they're ready and b like needs to get better at being honest it's like sort of incredible uh how the whole thing there's a really good book about this it's like uh i'll have to look it up because i forgot the title but i read a really good book about how like the gaming industry has been doing this forever and like everything is about like short demos for e3 everybody knows this and then like none of those are real code (laughs) they just like throw away things to demo. it's just ridiculous um and it's a shame because yeah they're showing basically a sketch yeah exactly um i I will say that i i did read that the stadia version of it worked pretty well and google is going hard on that by the way like they you can get um if you buy the game on stadia you actually get the controller and chromecast for free (laughs) yeah pretty smart oh that is incredible though honestly that's really impressive to be honest did oh, someone's Google, <laughs> My Google was like, I would like to be involved in this conversation. <laughs> you just purchased Cyberpunk yeah, 2077 yeah. and Stadia. <laughs> um, no, I, I haven't tried it yet, but I think, you know, Stadia needed a win and maybe it not working that well on the PlayStation 4 and those people being able to get a refund and then buy it somewhere else well if, and if they're not burned yeah. from incredible timing for them to be able to get the web version of stadio to work on ios this week as well so now you yeah. can play it on your iphone or ipad which is actually pretty wild that is wild. future it's very the future of gaming i think is these triple a yeah. titles on an iphone without a console is pretty i mean cool. it, increasingly i uh, like I know that buying this console, <laughs> like I could have just streamed stuff, but it is nice to own one. But increasingly, I'm like, <laughs> why do I own this box? <laughs> like, it's it's very it's we're in that borderline time where I don't yep. really trust Stadia still fully, but like, I could get away with it. Um, yeah, anyway. we could really get into the streaming gaming thing because I think there's yeah. a, a a phenomenon that's happening there that. I didn't expect that's not like having a console. When you have a console, um, if you excuse like Game Pass for a moment, mm. uh, you you have a catalog of the games you've purchased. Yeah. And so it's just the things that you do or at least used to want to play. Yeah. And with Stadia, it's like the Netflix thing where yep. there's some good things, but there's a ton of crap too. <laughs> so and so I have and they're this, all free. Like, extensive game library now from all the like getting two or three free games a month Mm. since they launched but 90 percent of the titles i would never pick up 
well that's that's the difference between so epic games on pc they give away a game i think every month or two games every month and a lot of them are really good because they own good shit and they really want people to do it whereas that was the difference with stadia it was like here's these random things and i'm sure they're fine but like it's not quite the same the crazy thing about the xbox is game pass because of game pass i haven't bought any games except cyberpunk this entire time uh which is maybe Mm. bad maybe good i don't know because like the stuff i want to play is mostly on the game pass so i did buy something on cd but in this moment i can't even tell you what it is (laughs) must have been great controller that often (laughs) yeah that's all right well let's let's talk about some lawsuits oh lordy me lawsuits lawsuits is that the Um, way we should so sorry no go ahead Um, so I, I, I guess like one of the things that showed up this week in my Instagram is this very stupid, but also kind of snaky, snaky type of message. Um, let me see what it was because I screenshotted it. It says some features not available. This is to respect the new rules for messaging services in Europe. We're working on, we're working to bring them back. And then there's like a big button that says, okay. <laughs> um, and that's the most Facebook so f- thing. Yeah. So at first I was very confused at this because I was like, I don't miss any features. So I wonder what they are. Also, why this is empty information. I would much rather know you know, technically what I should be missing or what's going on. And also there's like, there's like a paradox in there. They say to respect the rules (laughs) and then working to bring them back, which to me sounds the opposite of respecting the rules, but maybe that's just me. Um, So that message, it must be, because we've talked about this briefly but the like because facebook is trying to trick everybody into migrating to this new merged messenger background uh back end so in canada instagram has been trying to trick me in every which way every few days it puts a pop-up or like a little thing like that that says move to messenger integration blah 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 to get x instagram feature so they're actually withholding features like there's a new disappearing messages one or something behind this oh, yeah, migration I something about and that. so I, you can say no which is kind of funny but like they bring it back and trick you and i wonder if it's the same thing because in europe i recall that europe asked them not Whoa. to merge the back ends so oh. so this is if it's that this is insane listen the reason why i know about the uh, the um messages that disappear is and i saw this the other week and i was kind of confused by this but apparently instagram has paid some um influencers or big instagrammers to make promos about this feature and i saw one of them and it was like it was like an ad for what disappearing messages are and the person showed that they they were like texting someone they weren't supposed to text like their ex or something and then they were but i can just let them disappear Weird. But um, and I thought it was pretty strange. Like I, I had never seen anything like that. I had never seen that's sneaky. Though. Um, ads for the platform that you're on made by uh, you know, influencers before. I mean, and I was wondering smart. what what is the, what is the idea of this? You know, what's what's the thinking about this? But um, 
I guess I guess they're trying to make it look very juice, juicy, interesting, sneaky, sneaky, and then like get you to do the thing, push the button that you didn't push. Yeah, the migration uh, button. That's the thing. I think they're like, it's a very smart ad campaign. I won't lie, but uh, they're trying to trick you into migrating. And the truth is, the way that they pitch it in Instagram is hilarious. Like, uh, it sounds like I don't know my dad trying to tell me about some cool thing. Like every time it comes up, it's like you can let people discover you on facebook i'm like why would i want that <laughs> what do you mean yeah, yeah. no <laughs> um and the funny thing because like, what's that behind is... that is also like sorry no no like a, a feature like that it's also a stalking tool we've talked about this stuff yeah. before like why would you well the actual uh... awkwardness for me as somebody who doesn't use facebook is they don't explain the implications of this to right me. like if you're Same. on Facebook, you can sort of see this in action on Facebook. Like, you've experienced being able to search for somebody on Instagram. I don't know what that looks like. They don't have any examples. They don't explain it. Does it just show my profile? Like, maybe that's okay, but it doesn't sound like it. And so, it makes me really uncomfortable. Which, by the way, brings me to the second point about Facebook for today. They put this hilarious ad in the newspaper in, like, all of these countries that's like... Apple wants to kill small businesses. <laughs> uh, and it's like this crazy change about, um, I think it's called IDFA. And it's this new uh, advertising thing where basically Apple is going to make it that you have to give consent for f apps to track you across your different apps. Awesome for users. But Facebook is trying to like, A, they're trying to like, the funniest thing is that they're trying to say like, Apple doesn't really go on your side which doesn't land with anybody but then like b they're going with this angle that's like it hurts small businesses who give facebook money <laughs> they gotta really get it it's so weird yeah so what's interesting there is that um they try to put it in a way that like yeah i mean it's it's like it doesn't make any sense because what i've seen from the app store is that now WhatsApp um, has a listing of things, um, where it tracks you, what kind of information it needs from you, da, 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 da. And obviously that data is the way Facebook makes money. So, so something like this breaks their chain, but it's not like Apple is saying, you're not allowed to do this anymore. They just say, if you're doing this stuff, we would like to let everyone know about it, which and I think is an ethical. And that's the, the funny exactly. thing about this ad campaign is, Facebook is advertising about how uh, consent is bad, but like hidden behind this veneer yeah, of like, it hurts businesses who give us money. Yeah, it's, wow, yikes. Yeah. I didn't think about it as like an anti-consent thing, but it really is. It is. But go ahead. No, I'm just going to like, I, all I wanted to say is like, they're scared of a pop-up that literally says, allow Facebook to track your activity across other companies, apps, and websites. That, and the pop-up yeah. says, allow or ask not to track. <laughs> it, it did make me feel, it did make me feel um, even worse about using WhatsApp, honestly. Yeah. Well, like I will, I, I have one caveat here that Apple has these new privacy labels. They don't apply them to their own products, which oh. is a dick mm. move. Um because like they're using the data across apps regardless of what they say and so that's a bit weird but i don't agree with what facebook 
argues about this at all. <laughs> like it's just the and like the messaging that like it's Apple versus the free internet is sort of hilarious coming from Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, that does not make any right. sense. When I All saw that, I was like, that, that must be a prank. That was what I thought. But, you know. Also, it, like, there is something ironic about uh, that message being in a newspaper. I know. You own the most valuable advertising platform in the world and you go to a newspaper. But they know that the old conservatives who run government read the newspaper and they would really love them to regulate Apple instead of Facebook. And so that's a large right. why, but it's still, it's so funny every time. I mean, there's a really good joke in there somewhere, but I just, it's so weird to me anyway. Yep. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens with the antitrust stuff around them too. So like, yeah, the, the truth is they're not in a position to complain about this right now. And they don't have that much goodwill. So, we'll see. Yeah, let's see. Well, so, there's the antitrust lawsuits. It, Facebook is getting it in many states. <laughs> Google is getting it. There was just a document that came out that's heavily redacted, so we're still kind of waiting to see what's going on. It's kind of funny. There was, like, analogies re- redacted. So, it was <laughs> like, it's just like, and then this to this. And you're like, I don't know what is being going on here. Um, but the, it came out, I think it was yesterday from these heavily redacted documents still that Google and Facebook had been, uh, in cahoots. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a, is a little too old of a saying and maybe I shouldn't say that, but, uh, it's cute that they were buying data from each other and it sort of goes further into because a lot of the antitrust arguments these companies use is like, well, obviously we have this giant other company we compete with. You know, if it's Facebook, they say Google. If it's Google, they say Facebook. If they've just been buying the user data from each other, then they're collaborating to price fix the advertising market instead. So there's some additional implications But that Google there. lawsuit, I just want to say, is really weird. Like, it almost... Based on the current, like, with the redacted stuff, it reads as if they're trying to make it about nothing. Because, like, the Facebook WhatsApp thing, when I was reading it, it re- Facebook Google WhatsApp thing reads like it's about WhatsApp backups and Google Drive. And so I'm just like, what? So we'll see. I mean, it could be. Because it is, like, a lot of angry conservative AGs in the US putting this forward because they're complaining about, like... Uh, uh, being censored on these, yeah, like all these frivolous bullshit things. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, we could talk to, about Facebook till the cows come home. But, like, the funniest thing about all of this is just that they think that they have the goodwill to pull this off. This is the same company that yeah. earlier this year was like, or even last year, they were putting those weird pop up shops. It was like, Facebook privacy is your friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, how they're like so painfully unself-aware that it's just incredible and the funniest thing about that business campaign that we've just talked about is they have this hashtag that's like support small business or whatever yeah if you look it up on facebook it's only people complaining about facebook (laughs) and how like they're tired of giving them money which is true these businesses everybody i've talked to hates like the Facebook algorithm money machine works so well that it's like one coin in, one coin out. And everybody hates it because it's like you have to do it. 
Um, and so... Yeah, exactly. And kind of like in the same vein, I saw that they were giving people that have profiles, business profiles, or like art- artist profiles on Instagram, they've been giving them little bits of money for them to try it, you know, <laughs> which I thought it was no, a little it, bit it's not money. strange no, as it's well. Just, it's not money. It's just free credit. No, it's, it's like, it's, you know, right, exactly. try it and you'll get addicted. Exactly. They know that if you if you, if they let you try it for once, that you find out that it actually works, and then now you are in a higher tier of addiction to this platform. Because I don't know if your business is on Instagram, you're always like, how can I get engagement? How can I get this? How can I get that? And and that's already like something that is uh, mildly stressful and something that's on your mind a lot. And then uh, some people are like, oh, maybe if I uh, you know, feed feed the system a little bit money. Maybe maybe it'll you know give me something back, and maybe people will actually see my work and like appreciate it and mm-hmm. whatever the hell. Which is like already kind of like playing with your feelings in, in some sort yeah. of sense, and then it works. But then now you never get you can never go back because then it feels like your art shit all of a sudden mm-hmm. or your stuff is shit all of a sudden. Yeah. Because it's not about that, but it's about the the fucking machine that you're playing. But then you know you're stuck. <laughs> I, I don't. So I don't. Disagree, uh, I don't disagree with you. It's it's a common strategy, but I honestly. think think that this to me smells like someone's got a metric they're trying to hit they're like I, look yeah but some pm at facebook is like you have to have you know x percentage new new ad users on instagram this quarter I and think, so they I threw exactly. a bunch of coupons think, at them i think that i mean there was that big thing that came out with the lawsuit against them that facebook blue is the core app isn't doing as well as it is and i think they're trying to plug that hole as fast as they can um, yeah and so i don't know like i i do want to caveat the idfa changes a little bit with one nuance that does bother me is i don't agree with facebook's positioning on it but i do think that there's a mildly problematic thing going on with this that like um i don't know i've been reading a, a, this book about like advertising and like the it's gonna be called like the digital apocalypse uh that's coming and it's like like people underestimate how much advertising has supported the weird internet and we shouldn't we shouldn't discredit how creepy advertising has become but we should acknowledge that like moves like apples to like completely neuter the effect of like effective advertising on their platform means that like it will get even harder to make money on the internet as an independent because like the truth is that's the only choice except for you paying apple all of these things like it's great that they're doing this but it's always a double-edged sword in terms of like apple is doing this because it also benefits them like this is their angle this is their whole jam and so that part freaks me out a little bit in terms of like i think people should be allowed to choose particularly when you're dealing with the giants but like it does hurt independent people who rely on that money do we need to fix ads yes (laughs) do people rely on them and like does that like without advertising the internet doesn't work in many cases well but you just said it we need to fix it we're not like saying no ads on the internet anymore but that's kind of what apple targeted ads should probably go away (laughs) yeah you know when you turn on the tv and like cable television broadcast television yeah it's a commercial and they they're shooting you know they're throwing paint at the wall to see what sticks because they don't necessarily know who's gonna sit behind it yeah 
that's exactly right and so we'll see where this goes but like it just i don't know the fact that facebook thinks it has any good will just like things is so funny to me okay we had one last thing to talk about i think that was huge okay solo wins do we want to oh can we just while we're still on the google thing mm-hmm. they had two huge outages took down <laughs> that's right all of their products i could like i am the worst Ooh. i couldn't turn on my lights <laughs> Did you see the, the, the person in the Netherlands who put like a little sticker on his door yes. saying, you have to knock because Google is down. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> the funniest, so I actually, my system generally works offline, but I like do this thing where I wake up every morning and I like ask Google to turn on a, a certain light. So I ask it to turn on the backyard light. And it just was like, oops, there's a glitch. <laughs> I was like, what? And every time that happens, I'm like, fuck, did I get fired from my job? Did somebody hack my Google account? Like, what happened? And it was actually just that it was all down. All of it. it yeah, it, it was interesting because I... So I upgraded my Surface Pro X to the 64-bit. We kind of had a conversation about that last yeah. time. Um, I installed an app and needed to log into the service through Google. And it was like, your account doesn't exist. But when you're in a, an app, and it has the like Google single sign-on thing that pulls up. Sometimes it's not connected to your browser at all. And so it does, Google does the location thing to pick your language. So I get like the Google sign-in form in Dutch. And so I put in my email address and it's just like red error text in Dutch. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, I got to translate this one. (laughs) That was so weird because it was like Google account services specifically that was broken. So like... But it, every time this happens, I'm just reminded of like how much a single point of failure there is. Like this outage actually reminded me of that one that Apple also had a few weeks ago of the secret thing that checked your apps were legit or something. Where you, like everybody yeah. couldn't open apps that day. <laughs> like, huh? But it's amazing that we're so reliant on this. Yeah. You know what it is? When something like this happens, in a way, I also... You know, like it's kind of like when you are in a building and the fire alarm goes off for uh, for whatever reason, usually for a test thing, and everyone goes outside and everyone gets to stand in a parking lot and complain to each other for a second. And it also, in a way, makes me always feel a little cozy. Like, oh shit, we can't work. Too bad. I guess yeah, we're outside it's a sn- now. Digital snow day. Yeah, right. a little bit. I mean, I'm not going to say it's it's a good thing and this stuff shouldn't happen because there's probably like important sting- things going on as well. But like sometimes I also feel like, you know, like like everything, everything breaks at some point. It's, you know, like stuff like this happens. And um, we got to complain on Twitter and mm. got to feel like very connected because we all felt like we were getting fired and then we could talk and laugh about that. You know, like, I yeah. don't know. I, I can kind of see the like the fun of that in a way Like, as well. I really, I really yeah. didn't mind it. I'm sure it was really annoying for particular cases, but like, I was like, wow, I don't have to do a meeting. <laughs> uh, right, I know, exactly. It just is really and a reminder of how now. much relies on like one company, like so many, so f- such a small handful of companies every time like every time cloudflare has an outage i'm like yeah the internet the whole internet is broken aws whole internet's broke us east only of aws i can't run my vacuum cleaner (laughs) like (laughs) i just wish i had had my pixel book at the office that day because i i I was working on my windows computer but i would have loved to see like how much doesn't work 
Like, would oh, I yeah. have been able to log out and log back in? Probably not. Probably. Well, probably. I mean, because you can log in without an internet connection. Right. So that's probably local, but yeah, I How, curious. It, what's actually sort of amazing about this particular outage is Google very rarely goes down. Like, well, did you see the YouTube 401, 404 page? No. It was so yeah, old, I hadn't like, seen design wise. It's oh say. yeah, well yeah, it's because like this is well, like it barely ever goes down. Yeah, what animal was it again? There was an animal it was a there. Dinosaur. Uh, I think it was a dinosaur, like a fat T Rex no. or something. No, it was something completely that I was like, this is random. Do you know what? Was it like, a dinosaur? Just, I think it was a sitting. Yeah, like T-Rex. the chrome one. Yeah. Like, I think um, the thing that really surprised me about this outage so. when I thought about it some more is like, it used to be more common on yeah. the internet. Like I Twitter mean, would go down all the time. The farewell was iconic, but like that wasn't the only one. Like everything used to break a lot more often. And now when it breaks, you're like, wow. <laughs> like, I looked I it up. I so looked much. it up. It was a monkey. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. it was a monkey, not a That's whale, cool. or like a whale. Dinosaur. Not the... I don't know why I thought it was yeah, a because that was that was what I. No, because that was why I was like, oh wow, this must be super old. Because I don't think there is any like animals that are in this illustration style or right. <laughs> are monkeys in the whole Google universe. Yeah. Oh well, to be fair, YouTube, YouTube was an acquisition, so they would have a lot of weird stuff like that. Um. But anyway, I, yeah, it was it was truly beautiful. It d- it so, is always kind of funny to me how like... um, how <laughs> what? Uh, I was just gonna say the funniest thing about that awkward silence there. Please leave it in. Is that like when <laughs> just every like day I have at least one work call that's like that, and like something I'm learning. As, like as I manage people at my job and like something that you have to do with remote is you have to like ask a hard like if you're asking a hard question you have to count to like 15 because in a meeting room you would like have time to think about it and you know the person is processing but over chat you're just like staring at each other like this <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really strange yeah there's this thing about how like when you have a conversation with someone uh, a quantity of time usually if you look at the majority of the time there's not eye contact being made yeah like eye contact like comes and goes yeah um yeah and with it like you said with the video chat you're just kind of like looking right at each other (laughs) horrible i like one hot take about 2021 i made yesterday casey newton asked about like what do you think is one weird trend for 2021 that people aren't expecting i was like nobody ever wants to zoom call again after the vaccine is because <laughs> like i think there will be a time where people are like no more video calls i've had a lifetime worth <laughs> yeah i'm not saying they'll go no i don't think that's true i think this no, zoom i don't fatigue. think that's true at all i think that's true maybe in some higher tech more yeah. online people yeah yeah but for sure. i most of my clients i've been like Look, work time zones are off, scheduling's yep. hard, there's a pandemic. Just use 100%. like Loom or something. Yeah. Let's do some asynchronous working. And the I can't get people to even necessarily grasp the concept because yeah. having a phone call is such a traditional business thing oh, for so a lot of those amazing. leaders. I'm and hoping that that's not... what happens as a result of Zoom fatigue, actually, as people start oh, figuring out call. that async is better. Oh in yeah. Many ways. No. 
but I, I think that it's been what, nine months of lockdown. I think if people aren't going to switch to async by now, it's not going to happen. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe in a couple of years. 100 P. I mean, Slack was saying that they were launching those features. Remember they had like an async standup feature. Never arrived. <laughs> My favorite were, like tech trope is talking about features you haven't even built yet. <laughs> like, they were, um, they were busy getting acquired. Yeah, that's true. What do you want oh, to yeah, use exactly. for your last four minutes of this spicy episode? Oh, oh. well, I was, we have so much more. But just <laughs> speaking of features that get talked about and then don't get launched, uh, Twitter Spaces just uh, oh, launched. God. On iOS. Oh, is it really? Yep. Classic Twitter move. So, yeah. To they, me, it feels like that went clone. faster than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was amazed by that, actually. Like, even if it's only iOS, Twitter actually executing on something is truly like sorry about the water noises the dog walked in and decided to have a drink <laughs> uh like twitter actually executing on cloning an app within the one year is sort of incredible but um 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 you know what's also incredible about it why did they choose exactly to you know clone one of the most problematic ones i think that they Lots so i agree with that I don't actually like the format much, but it has taken off. And I think that they saw this as an opportunity to try and be fast to a space that hasn't been dominated by Facebook yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... Uh... Twitter. Also, I, like... I'm honestly like... I, I'm not in a mind space where I could even look into or yeah. experience this. I'm not excited but for here's, it. Here's you know? Maybe that... it's about... Maybe I'm just not excited, but I don't know. Yeah, but here's why I, I'm not excited. I can't grasp wanting to hear audio on Twitter anyway. Like, it's the place that people yell at each other in text. Why in the fucking world would I want to do that with people I don't know? Like, it's just so weird. With the, like, voice chat things? Have you even, like... I mean, that's now a thing that's rolled out as well. Some uh, voice chat, I say. But I mean, voice tweets. Um, I have the same feeling with those that I have... I've never um, seen one. ...with people that send... <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I see them sometimes. I, I get the same feeling with those but that I got from, you know... Uh, younger people that send voice memos all the time i want to listen to them but there's very many occasions where i can't and so i won't yeah you know I, what i mean i use twitter bookmarks not to save things to read later but to save things to hear them later because yeah. if i'm in a room with someone else i'm not just going to watch a video with sound on on twitter unless i want to show it to them as well and I might not be sure if I want to show it to them as well exactly. if I haven't watched it yet. And so I just bookmark videos for when I'm like on my laptop with my headphones in. And I'm like, oh, let me just like catch up on all those videos that I saved <laughs> to see if they're good or funny or whatever. Yeah. So I have the same thing, Freddie, is like, I don't really like the voice messages that happen in Telegram that people send because I don't know if I can just play that out loud. Is that mm -hmm. like when you send a voice message, like I don't personally think of it as this is public this is like i'm sending it to the person so yeah. I, it's for them not it's like when you're on speakerphone and don't know it oh yeah. there's someone else listening that's weird i didn't know that it's just so yeah exactly yeah, I, yeah I, it's weird i do feel like younger the younger people sort of in our orbit use 
voice messages oh yeah for everything i i know people and who use voice messages so i am the old guy who doesn't switch. i listen yeah. to them on mute with the pixel auto captioning because <laughs> i'm so old oh, um, that's smart but the i think it is a generational difference here i think that there is um sort of a desire for that sort of format clearly like it is there i'm just twitter just feels like such a weird place for it but like kudos to them for trying something i guess yeah i don't know i like the voice format and i do understand that the reason why i'm not super into the voice thing is because i'm old um <laughs> but um and i'm not completely used to it yet i i don't know like all the, the like google um talking devices also make me feel really strange yeah. Um, so I, I I see that there as well, but the thing that I'm just a little bit worried about about this like a Clubhouse clone is that like Clubhouse has shown that it was like super toxic, you know, and and mm. like why and would you make so. a platform that is already battling toxic shit make yeah. more avenues for people to be extremely toxic? Like I just don't uh, understand know, that part. You know what you just know. struck me as you were saying that is like the irony of us being like we don't understand audio while recording podcasts. It's just. No, it's, it's different. Just, it's different. I know. It's, I know. It's like it's like going live versus like watching something recorded. Hundred percent. I don't watch YouTube yeah, exactly. because it's it's. I scroll past it and it just starts playing. Like you go, I go to YouTube yeah. when it's the good time to listen. Yeah. I listen to podcasts when I'm commuting. It's just exactly you know, and. Sometimes it happens that my friend sends me a voice me message and I'm in a store, yeah. right. but it's something that is about something that's going to happen in 10 minutes. And now I have to be that cunt that listens to it a is, voice message in a store. It is amazing <laughs> that like, it's like to me as an old who like an old millennial, <laughs> whatever, but like I voice, everybody hates voicemail, but for some reason sending a recorded message in the app is somehow different. <laughs> It's, it's kind of cool, though. It's like walkie-talkie-esque. Like, there's yeah. something about it that's really compelling. It's just the timing of yeah. it is different yeah. than a text message. When it a works... A voice message, if you're driving a car, is yeah. better than a text message because true. you don't have to look. True, true, true. There's just different use cases for different formats. And, it, yeah, I think yeah. that's the part that's different about the Twitter one is it's such a textual format thing. And now it's like... There's recorded messages. I don't know. Is Spaces live or are they a it's series live. of recorded messages? It's so it's like you have to be on the platform at the same time as the conversation yeah. happening, which is also kind of different. I know Twitter is like, you know, where live happens or whatever it's their slogan is, but yep, I it's it's what's it, happening now. I don't know. <laughs> Twitter. It gives me FOMO as well, honestly. Sure. Yeah, me too. I think that's all the way this is engineered, though. Like, that's the point. Um, but I might, maybe I'll like install it on my iPhone that I keep in a drawer just to see what it's like. And I'll report back. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. We we didn't get to well, talk about Pornhub, but I just think it's really a whole conversation we have to have for a couple reasons. Like, yeah. obviously, there's lots of FOSTA SESTA stuff to talk about, and like how. Every yes. decision that happens in technology these days usually seems to disadvantage sex workers mm -hmm. and happen without their voices. Mm -hmm. um, but the the very like TLDR is um, Pornhub was not doing a very good job moderating their content. If they do it all, it seems the New York Times did an investigation was like, hey, look at all this like very very bad stuff. Mm -hmm. 
trafficking, abuse, like non-consensual stuff, we found just on your platform. And so they turned off all user uploaded content. Right. Um, so it has to come from like these production companies. And um, and then Visa and MasterCard like saw the New York Times post and disabled payments to Pornhub. And yeah, again, like the people this hurts the most are sex workers usually. So anyway. Yeah, I would love to um I would love to dive into that topic uh maybe the next time we record or whatever, but because I always feel like this uh specific space in tech is like super important and also very hardly like very, very misunderstood. So it would be good to like have a conversation about this like next time just like how we had like the big conversation about fosta sesta last year or this year i don't remember but yeah um we also didn't really get to talk about the solar winds hack but i think it probably is much worse it's gonna be relevant in january i promise you it's still (laughs) unfolding i think every large organization and government seems to have been exposed so um we're fucked yep um, on that note, wow. thank you for listening this year. It's it's been a year, but yeah. if you're still here, thank it's you. It's been one. I guess I just what real quick wanted to say uh, is that the show the topics that we didn't get to talk about in depth we will put in the show notes because they're we're not skipping them to just skip them. Um, but yeah, can you believe that uh, we're at 158 episodes of the show? No, I can't believe it's that 2020 insane. is over either. <laughs> so. Well, it's not over, Owen. That's not how time works. Uh, I know. It actually just never ends. That's the truth. Is we're we're now in. Uh, it's just an arbitrary line in Netflix. the sand that we put yeah. somewhere. People, yeah. Of course, uh, that's, yeah. That's a good way to wrap this up. Um, but yes, thank you for listening. It's been a year, 158 episodes. Um, yeah, thanks. I love you. Thank you. Love you I love you. <laughs> Bye. Make- we love all of our listeners. Yeah. We, uh, we hope you have great holidays and that everybody in your life is safe and healthy and that you make it through the pandemic. Yep. <laughs> oh, all, and just like senses. make some nice stuff at home and stay yeah. at home. Stay home. Thanks. Yeah, take some time <laughs> off of work and maybe off of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Uninstall the things. <laughs> I'm going to try. Yeah. I love it. All right. Cool. Well, we'll see, see you all next year. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.